Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today's another AMA episode. That is, ask me anything. I love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to Victor at VictorJM.com. That's Victor at VictorJM.com. Today's question comes from John, who asks, I have an acquaintance who has a land assembly under contract that has development potential. The assembly consists of two properties on a main street with close proximity to a river. The property will need to be rezoned, and I'm being told the property will sell to a backup offer with someone else unless the current contract is completed. The timeline for waiving conditions on the existing contract is simply too short to complete my due diligence. The property is in an amazing location, and I'm scared to let this one go. At the current price, I think the property is a good deal. What are your thoughts of buying from a wholesaler under these conditions? Well, John, this is a great question. The real question is to determine how much you're paying for the property, and if the property has an as-is value without improvements, you want to make sure you're protected on the downside. But if there's a premium to the as-is value, then you're taking some risk since it's not clear the entitlements you seek will be forthcoming. The property diligence for the full project will take longer than you have available before waiving of conditions. You need to be confident that you have asymmetric risk. You want protection on the downside, and you want all the upside potential for you. In a situation like that, you've got three different scenarios. Number one, value the property based on its current use. Number two, reconstruct a new product on the same site using the existing zoning density. That might be able to create higher value by right with the existing zoning. And if the numbers work by right, then in one sense it doesn't matter if you get the property rezoned since you are at least protected on the downside. You're going to get your money back if you have to build out the property on the current zoning. And then number three, figure out the development value of the site based on a realistic forecast of the density that you might get with that new site plan application. You really do need to consult with a planning consultant who can give you a realistic view on whether the proposed zoning is in fact achievable. I often see development sites come into the market priced as if they were already rezoned for their desired use. If you've been listening to this show for a while, then you've heard my chicken and egg analogy. I'm not asking which came first, the chicken or the egg. I don't actually care which came first. It's clear that you would pay less for an egg than you would pay for a full-grown chicken. This is the chicken and egg analogy. The egg might someday become a full-grown chicken, but today it's an egg, and you wouldn't pay the price for a full-grown chicken when all you have in your hand is an egg. The egg might not even hatch. It's going to take a bunch of time, investment in food, and nurturing to get a full-grown chicken. And land that's not yet approved for higher density is an egg. It's not a full-grown chicken, so don't ever pay the price for a chicken when all you're being handed is an egg. Now in your question, you didn't disclose the price for the land, but you wanna make sure you don't take a huge risk by paying too much. Have you had a chance to read and review all of the terms in the purchase and sale agreement with the seller? This is vitally important. I don't like to see a wholesaler perform a double close. It adds risk to you, the buyer. The reason is that the double close hides some of the original seller terms and you can't really tell what's changed in the property as a result of the first close. I always prefer to have an assignment of the original contract. The next thing you want is to assess how real the threat of multiple offers or backup offers is. Sometimes the seller creates an artificial sense of urgency. I can't tell you how many times I've let a property go because it was supposedly being sold in multiple offers, only to have it come back on the market weeks later or sometimes even months later. It pays to be patient. You also want to understand who else has seen the property and turned it down. If you're near the end of the contingency period, why are you only seeing the property now so late in the game? Why is the person wholesaling the property not closing on it themselves? 
Will the seller, in fact, be willing to accept an extension to the contract? Oftentimes, the wholesaler doesn't have the guts to negotiate an extension. Would it be possible for you to talk to the seller directly and buy an extension for a non-refundable cash payment? Would a cash non-refundable extension that could be credited towards the purchase price be a lower risk than potentially closing on a property that you later regret having purchased? In my mind, there's still a number of negotiation options that could potentially lower your risk that have not been fully explored. And I would recommend you pursue those avenues first in order to buy enough time to complete your due diligence. If the due diligence package doesn't meet your criteria, then don't do the deal. The pain of a major issue will overshadow the pleasure of low price. Hopefully my response gives you a perspective on how we would approach what can often feel like a high-pressure situation. I want to thank you, John, for a fabulous question. And for the listeners at home, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.